Tonight's liturgy touches on the very essence of salvation. Why did humanity fall in the garden? Because Adam disobeyed God. And how were we saved? Because Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, was obedient even unto death and death on a cross. That's why we will all adore the cross at one part in this liturgy and will repeat, Behold the wood of the cross on which hung the salvation of the world. We fell through disobedience and we were saved through obedience. Who do we worship? What does it mean to worship somebody? We worship the one whose will we obey. That's why the fundamental drama of salvation is in the will. It's in what I choose. In the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were tempted to choose against God's commandments. If you think about it, they didn't reject God. They didn't disbelieve in God. They didn't even hate God. They just disobeyed Him to follow their own will. And that, my brothers and sisters, is a drama that is played out in every human life in human history since that time. Do I worship God by obeying Him, His commandments? Or do I worship myself by doing my own thing, what feels good to me, what sounds good to me. Question is, whose will are you following? You think about two people in love. A man can tell a woman day and night over and over again how much he loves her. But if he's not sacrificing his will for her, if he's not giving her his time, his attention, and really spending time with her, and doing what pleases her, at one point she's going to look at him and say, do you really love me? Or is this just words? Because I'm not seeing it. Love is in the will. And so is worship. One of the scariest experiences for me since I've been ordained a priest happens on a regular basis when I go to the hospital. I run into people who are close to death all the time, who tell me that they love God, that they're believers in Jesus Christ. And so I ask where they're from, and they say, we're from here. I say, well, I've, it's nice, I've never seen you before. They say, well, I don't go to church. I haven't gone in 10 years. I worship in my own way. I do my own thing. So I ask them, you know, you say you love God, but you don't even follow the second commandment of Christ to keep every Sunday holy? And I'll ask if they read the Bible, if they pray, if they know their faith. I'll ask them who Jesus is. Same thing happens every time. They say, well, it's just my relationship with God. I don't want to go there. That's lip service. It's not worship. Worship is in the will. We worship the one whose will we obey. And that is why Jesus said, not everyone who comes to me 
saying, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But those who do the will of my heavenly Father who is in heaven. That's the essence of religion. And that's the drama that is being played out in every one of our lives. God's will or my will. You always know something by looking at its opposite. So what's the opposite of a Christian or a servant of God or of Jesus Christ? Satan. And what was Satan's motto? Non serviam. I will not serve. I will do my own thing. That's why St. James wrote in Scripture, you say you have faith, for you believe that there is a God. Good for you. Even the demons believe that there is a God. They believe and they tremble in fear. The demons believe in God, but the demons disobey God. The devil doesn't care if we believe in God as long as he can tempt us to disobey God. You know, a priest once said to me, Frank Sinatra is the most famous person in hell. I'm not saying he's there, but everybody in hell is for all eternity singing one Frank Sinatra song over and over and over again. I did it my way. That's the battle. Those who worship Christ by doing His will go to heaven. Those who worship their own will, doing their own thing in life, will not make it. That is the core of our faith. That's why so many people who say they worship Christ but do not obey Him. I've noticed one thing. They all have one thing in common when I start talking to them. They don't believe in hell. And why would that be? Because we can't persevere in sin with the thought that I am jeopardizing the salvation of my soul. So we can either convert and change our ways or placate our conscience by taking away the consequences. St. Faustina said the whole reason, she writes this at the beginning of her diary, the whole reason that Christ came to her with the message of divine mercy was to save souls from going to hell. She wrote, I, Sister Faustina, by the order of God, have visited the abysses of hell so that I might tell souls about it and testify to its existence. I am writing this at the command of God Himself so that no soul may find an excuse by saying there is no hell. For I noticed one thing, especially while I was there, that most of the souls that go there are those who disbelieved that there is a hell. Because if we deny the reality of consequence, when push comes to shove in our lives, brothers and sisters, we will do what we want. We will do what feels good. We will do our own will if we do not understand the consequences of it. This is what Christ came to save us from. 
This is what makes this day good. And He saved us by sacrificing His will. That was the drama in the garden. Father, take this chalice away from me. Yet not my will, but Yours be done. It was in a garden that we fell when we chose to disobey God. And it was in a garden that we were redeemed when God in the flesh in Jesus Christ sacrificed His own will for our salvation. That's why St. Paul says, for just as through the disobedience of one man, all men became sinners, so also through the obedience of one man, many will be made righteous. Not all, but many. For as Hebrews said at the end of that reading, Jesus Christ is a source of salvation for who? For all those who obey Him, not those who believe in Him. Salvation is for the obedient. His obedience, even unto death on a cross, redeemed our disobedience and reconciled us to the Father. And it's through Him, when we enter into His Sonship, into His obedience, that we can return by turning away from our fallen nature, which is always geared at myself. In one moment, we will adore the wood, the wood of the cross on which hung the salvation of the world. Today, more than every other day in our life, this is a time to ponder our own salvation by asking the question, what is in my life or in my beliefs that is contrary to God's commandments, that is contrary to what Jesus Christ Himself teaches us, that is contrary to what the Catholic Church professes? That's the essence of the cross. When my vertical ways intersect with God's, with my horizontal ways intersect with God's vertical ways, and I have to choose between my will or God's will, that's the essence of worship. as we adore the wood of the cross on which hung the salvation of the world, let us hearken to His words. He who said, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow after me. For that is the way of salvation.